Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to what? To the Private Parts Podcast. <laughs> he does this every single time. He literally, he begins with something quite odd, just yeah. saying welcome. I, I That's think. okay. Yeah. But who are you saying welcome to, our guest or to our listener? Well, to the listeners. Not to our guest. No, no. Well, to both. To both. Oh, well, I, 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 I got a hit off it. <laughs> what? I, 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 I got, I... I accepted the welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wait, yeah. Well, the welcome wasn't to you. It was to no, us. everyone. To everyone. Welcome. Oh, okay. Well, can you welcome me separately now? Welcome, yeah. Joe Thomas. Thanks very much. <laughs> Cheers. Of the Inbetweeners, Fresh Meat, White Gold. Uh, yep. And now the upcoming hit film. The Festival. The Festival. Festival. Francis yeah. has also become your agent. Thank, thank <laughs> you. That was no, no, no. That. It's PR. <laughs> oh, it's yep. just purely PR. Is yes, that what PR, it is? Yeah. yeah. Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. We have... Dude, can I just... I'm going to be honest, I didn't say this before you arrived. I am a huge fan. Oh, thanks. I am a huge fan. We have oh, Joe funny. Thomas on, everyone. Here we are. Hey. Joe Thomas. In the Woo! house. Hey. Dude, I am. I'm like one of the biggest fans. Oh, honestly, thank you so much. I'm, 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 I'm one of the biggest fans as well, so oh, thank get you. in line, mate. Thank you as well, Francis. Get in line for what? Get in line for Joe. <laughs> How can we get in line for him? Form a queue <laughs> or just an orderly queue. Because so. this is what I was thinking, man, is that because, you know, and we'll get into all the in-betweeners and things like that and all mm. the stuff that you're mm. doing. But you, you almost have like a cult following in a sense, right? Yeah, it's that is it is weird. I, 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 I would never I think I never thought that that would be what. I never really thought this is what I would do, to be honest. I, I didn't think this is what my, my job would be at all. What when did I, you think it would be instead? I wanted to be a, a very Banker. Of, genuinely a vicar. Oh, really? Like, I, was, I was very moral. I was a very moral child. I didn't you like, actually wanted to be a vicar? I was so moral. I didn't like dressing up at Halloween because I didn't like being an evil thing. So I had to. Yeah. my mum had to make me a special good costume. <laughs> what a terrible little shit. I mean, what a sort of super sillious. Wait, so what did you go as? A what was your good costume? A green wizard. Oh, that's well, isn't nice. that a witch? Isn't that, isn't that a witch? He protected the environment. 
I mean, really? it was so wet. I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> I quite like that. Didn't, like, honestly, I didn't want to be a spider. I didn't want to be a ghost. I didn't want to be a bad. I didn't want to be a baddie. That is actually. You just wanted to like be good and things like that. I was so proud. I also didn't. I turned on a partner school play where I had to be a child who was lost because I found I didn't want to be in that sort of humiliating position of being lost. I, I was I was magnificently proud. I was so proud. Um, uh, and and I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I wanted to be a vicar. I think I thought that I had a very strong sense of. Uh, of right and wrong, I think. And um, But I had that. I mean, when I was at school, I was very good at like theology and RS and things yeah, like that. And so I quite yeah, like the stories yeah. and all those kind of things. And so I... I and then what happened? Well, no, I just... Nothing happened. I still quite like all those stories. Became a legend. Yeah, I just became... Yeah. And then I couldn't be possibly become a vicar. You can't go back from legend back to vicar. So wait, so you generally wanted to be a vicar, but there must be a point... There was a stage I wanted to be a vicar, yeah. There must be a point where you then suddenly like change that around and like, actually, wait, I'm not going to be a vicar now. You know what? I remember a time when I was at school where I'd written a speech about how important it was to be honest. And um, it got to this big rhetorical flourish. And it was something like, would you be able to live with yourself having told a lie, even if you got away with it? Would you be able to face yourself in the mirror every day? Would your life mean the same? Oh, no. <laughs> And then I remember repeating the phrase, oh no. And I, I'd, I'd written that seriously, but it was so ridiculous in the speech. It was some sort of like debating competition. That everyone, oh, I it, thought you were just purely giving this as no, a speech no, it was to a, a school. I was just my lunchtime speech. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just went to the canteen. <laughs> and then you, you slammed down door. a pile of trays. <laughs> Stood on top. <laughs> Students, listen. Um, I remember everyone laughing. Uh, it was, I genuinely meant it. I genuinely meant it to be rousing and moral. And it was so, it was so sort of supercilious and ludicrous that everyone laughed. And I think at that exact moment, I was like, oh, I see what you do. You'd pretend to write something seriously. And then when it doesn't quite work, you go, oh no, I was joking. I was joking. And so I think that was when I decided not to be. So then you—that's where you moulded not, to be, not to be a vicar, not to be serious. Yeah, yeah. But surely then, but you—you you therefore, because if you could stand up in front of a crowd and things like that, yeah. surely that's how you knew you could entertain and things like that. Yeah, it's funny that actually being a vicar does involve being, entertaining. Being, being entertaining, it's entertaining, isn't it? I mean, all the tales and fancy I like costumes, the, a lot of dressing up. That's yeah. all good. Yeah. So, so um, what was the? So you—you you wanted to be this priest. You want to be the yeah, vicar, right? Yeah, you were growing yeah. up, and there must. So, what was the point where you suddenly went? Actually, I'm going to now turn to acting and go for that. I think it was wanting people to laugh at me, and like I—I I was at my school. There was a. I mean, this is all, all sounds terribly sort of sort of public school now, but but there was a there was a debating club at my school and they did uh an announcement, what was referred to as an announcement, on the, the Friday morning assembly and it was them saying this is this week's debate. And I remember thinking they were just so funny. Like I couldn't I could they were honestly like jokes about people in the city. I didn't even know what they were talking about. They were like <laughs> looking back it would have been the worst sort of kind of blustering, sort of boorish nonsense, like jokes about jokes about sort of girls in the sixth form and like, I mean, it would, it would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have aged Francis well. would have loved but, that kind of stuff. And debating. Yeah. I, I yeah. did yeah. debating at school Debating, well. yeah. It's funny. I think, I think it's actually quite a, it's, you know, it's without that club, I would, that was, I wouldn't have done comedy. I definitely wouldn't. All, all I wanted to do was do that Friday morning announcement. That was all I wanted to do and have the whole school laugh. It seemed like, 
Because what? Because you, you got the validation of yeah, the, the validation, whole school. Yeah, and so the whole school had their eyes on you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they all like, came up to you and were like, man, that was really I do remember after one, <laughs> I don't know why it was a I do remember after one announcement walking down a, um, a line of year sevens and high-fiving them all. Because <laughs> <laughs> you smashed the debating. Like, I've you, made and it. And they were like, great shows, Dave. I guess it started. Yeah. There you go. I feel like I feel like this was in your eyes though, because I feel like mm. at, at, at my school, if you really smash the bidet, the yeah, debate, the bidets. <laughs> Why are you smashing bidets at Radley? <laughs> that, um, but, that's the type of school that would have bidets. I think. No, but if you smash the debating kind of like yeah. whatever speech, yeah. I wouldn't have people high fiving me. No, walking down no, the corridor. It was because it, it had morphed into what was essentially. You'd be beating them up, Jimmy. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be beating. I would not be, be beating. <laughs> them. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't be yeah. beating anyone up. I think you're so clever. No, but I would. I wouldn't be high five. More at my school, like it was about like sport and things like that, and that's how okay. you you would like yeah. the, if you were the cool kid. You I mean, would... Radley's quite academic as well, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it is that. I mean, not you. You were a, a sports scholar, so yeah. Well, I was a sports scholar, but that's that's the reason. There were I, no expectations of academic. Well, I don't really academic. know. What was your sport, or was it all sports? So I I played rugby. I was a big rugby player. But, oh, okay. But I but I didn't really. So you were you must you were back presumably. Yeah, I yeah. was. I played fullback because I was really quick. Yeah. But also, I had this neck. Was being there. Well, no. I mean, I had this neck. I also weighed like 13 and a half stone. So yeah. I was like heavy because I used to I used to play because school was this weird. Because did you go to boarding school? I didn't. I went to a grammar school. You went to a grammar school? It was, I think it, it resembled in some ways that sort of like, I remember we used to sing Jerusalem and stuff. I think it was, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that isn't, yeah, that's right. Yeah, King Edwards is one of, it was one of the, one of the kegses. There's all sorts of schools named after you. But it's the kegs in Chelmsford. That's where I went. Um, so you, you was, were an Essex boy. An Essex boy, yeah, mm. I am. Yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Rittle. Um, but then, there's a lot. There's a lot more to Essex than there is one a, who wouldn't who has never been. Would, there is a, would at first. Essex think. is also yeah. mad. I drove through Essex. Essex is huge. It's like yeah. as big as Texas. I, I drove. That, oh, no, it is, that is true. It is enormous, and it's sort of as proud of its sort of yeah. independent judicial. But why is that? repressive independent judicial but system. Why is it? Why is it so? Why being in Essex are you so proud to be an Essex person? Why is that? I think it has a bit of an unfair reputation. Like I, I, as sort of, I think it's seen as a bit sort of trashy. And Chelmsford is a bit like Guildford or something like that. It's, yeah, it's completely. A bit, it's a bit near London. It's completely fine. Uh, it's, it's not necessarily the most exciting place in the entire world. But I mean, I... I mean, I but I also right. quite like it. I like it when people are proud of something as well. Like I, I like when people are proud of being placed. If you come from Guildford, as you said, yeah. you're not going to be like, well, I'm from Guildford. But if yeah. you say I'm from Essex, even yeah. it doesn't matter in Essex, everyone's just quite proud of being from Essex. Yeah, mm. I think they are proud. I think it's a nice, I, mean, I, I, it's a good place. I liked it. And it's got a sense of its own identity. Um, but yeah, I think I suppose the whole Towie thing is kind of, that's, that's, yeah, now, that, what, that's now what Essex sort of, it sort of sort of represents, and I think actually, I almost feel like maybe like they have to kind of play up to a bit now as well. Like that's that's almost like yeah, it's, it's kind like of their identity. Yeah, it's their identity, it. and like it's like that then becomes what people want, and actually, um, that seems like seems a bit unfair. They, do they feel, they all feel like they've pigeonholed themselves. <laughs> they might do. A, do, uh, might, just, I, do they, I dare say they might a bit feel do, like. Do, 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 <laughs> but I don't. But I mean, you know, life's very long, and you know. Well, well, could end. So I mean, don't worry. Well, it's fine. Do, yeah. do what you want. But but then but then okay, Joe. But then what happens? So you you were doing school and you liked the debating society and you kind of got validation from that. I did. And so you were you were obviously like a you were a smart kid, right? 
Yeah, I'd say I was smart. I, I think I was a. My parents are teachers. I liked work. I was a, I was a SWAT, really. So, was, so you like you like learning. I like learning. I did, and I and I I sided with learning. I I, I believed in it. I I, mm. I thought it was worthwhile, and and um. I, but why? For always what reason? Be learning. For what reason? Uh, it's because my parents are teachers, and I liked my parents, and I, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I thought that I. That'll I do it. I was just honestly, I was a sanctimonious little shit, basically. But I was a good, I was a good boy. I was, I worked hard. I followed the rules. I hated breaking rules. I hated being in trouble. Uh, but I did also love getting laughs. So I was also narcissistic and arrogant. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so yeah. you're like a psychopath like underneath. A psychopath. Underneath yeah, it all, like, you have this like hidden like, like terror. Really, really hardworking, but also a really massive ego. Yeah, so um, yeah. uh, really charming yeah. and really pleasant, but underneath it all, just all but, you want uh, yeah, is like just the sort of a, filled with narcissism. Just and, a huge pit. Because then, because yeah. then you went on to Cambridge and you studied at Cambridge, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And and you know, I think that like, but Cambridge, I suppose, is you know has. The, the the footlight is the footlights has the footlights, footlights yeah, and things so like that. So did you want to become a member of that and like following like Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry and all these kind of people's like footsteps? I think I basically did. I think I Cambridge is weird because I think lots of people go to Cambridge with the idea that they want to kind of be there because they have this sense that there's this vibrant scene going on. Even but it's not it's not necessarily to do with academia, but it kind of is a bit. It's almost like you're so. You, it's, Wait, what sense, do you mean like vibrant scene because it's not it's, I, if I think of Cambridge <laughs> like, I think you're like punting and like, yeah 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 punting and going I like, think it's just so revealing how much of a nerd I am that I considered this sort of student theatre scene to be the, I just I just did a police show of like the sort of Berlin rave scene yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that everyone just like ODing I was like, honestly like clubs. I saw the late show it finished at midnight and then we went didn't go home until three I thought oh, that was like <laughs> where, that was, where in fact I was at Leeds University and that that was like the yeah, I've heard rave of club. a few things about Leeds. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't there like a tower block in Leeds where I, the, it was the just tower? The tower. No, I think that's Manchester, isn't it? What was that? Oh, that's Manchester. Yeah, Manchester's got that big, tower, big concrete tower block. I'm muddling up my Jack Whitehall story. Well, Jack Whitehall lived in, in the Manchester, tower, yeah. but somehow I decided he went to Leeds. But what happened in the tower? Same what, thing. Really. What's the tower story? There was a tower. There was this infamous tower where, like, it was just parties all the time, and it was just sort of everyone. It was, yeah, it was a t- the tower block, and and Jack it, lived in the his. Face. It seemed like if first, you lived yeah. there, you sort of weren't allowed to go to sleep. Well, that yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then, because <laughs> then, then you're kicked out of or the tower. Or if you yeah. did, you'd be sort of injected with drugs until you woke <laughs> up and then filmed. But, but this is the, it's so funny, like going to universities. Like, so, like I said, I went to Leeds, right, yeah. and. My brother went to Leeds, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. And how old's your brother? He is 29. So he's the same age as me. Is that the same age as you? What's his first name? Adam. Adam Thomas? Yeah. Do you remember Adam Thomas? I'm, I might know. What's the point? I was like, oh, Adam Thomas, you do know him. But actually, you've just extrapolated from my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> I've, just, I've just copied your name and then put Adam on you've the front. You've done that, haven't you? It's like a sort of um, the verbal reasoning. Adam but Thomas. The, but, but this is the... And also... With a it, name whenever, to conjure with. And whenever you do, if you, if you say something like that, all you have to do to sound make it sound familiar is just make it go up an octave. So yeah. you just go, what, oh, Adam Thomas? Adam Thomas? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I was at Leeds, right? And I, I... I sort of, I, I fit in, I sort of forced myself to fit into Leeds. Did you very much fit into Cambridge, like life and that kind of rhythm and that kind of working kind of attitude think, or did you not really? I think I got into it. I got, I, I, I sensed that you were supposed to be sort of, not sort of neglecting your work, but in a way that was sort of... <sighs> Cool. Fulfilled some, yeah, okay, sort of 
in a sort of Byron-y way. We're like, oh, I haven't yeah. done anything, but it sort of doesn't matter. And I, I think at times I was very confused because I, I actually couldn't work out whether I was supposed to be doing my work or whether you were spo- what you were supposed to do was kind of drift around. <laughs> but like, 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 how you hear, like, so you were, you were subtly pretending not to do work, but then well, in fear no, but, that you but haven't is, actually done the most, I think everyone at Cambridge does I think that. the they, most they, famous yeah. people who have been there often people who haven't done their work. Yeah. So like, yeah. and Nick Drake didn't do any work. Hugh Laurie didn't do any work. So like, don't work. That's, that's the fuck you for life. No. So, what are you doing? But but that's complete because my brother went to Oxford. That's like different because in Oxford yeah. it's all about working as hard as you possibly Is can. It really? God, yeah. I, I think it might be that other people were working. I think I... I think I got the numbers wrong quite early because I knew about eight people and I was like, I think I know everyone and they don't seem to be doing any work either. And then I remember going to my exams at the end of my first year and being like, who the fuck are these people? And they were just the students of Cambridge who'd been in their rooms doing their work. And I was like, no, I know everyone. I know Sam. I know Johnny. I know everyone. I know Alice. (laughs) None of them do any work. There must be a maximum two more people. And that's everyone. And none of them are doing any work. So I'm going to be fine. I'm as, I'm as clever as them. So, and also they haven't worked. So I'll be fine. And but then, they were all doing their work. Some of them secret. were as well. Sometimes they are. Yeah. That's the problem. That but is that, is, that is, that's, again, I suppose that goes back to like the situation that we all think that we, we sort of think that everything revolves around us. So the fact that you knew eight yeah. people, there was, those were the only eight people at Cambridge. So there there was was, a, there's no one else outside of there that. There was right? a numbers issue. This is why I can't go on Twitter because I'm like, I've only got room for a certain amount of people in my head. It's basically the number of people that are in my school. I'm like, that's the number of people I can process. If mm. there's more, the, my brain just goes haywire and, and, and just does, just cuts off. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's like it just doesn't... So does that... So do you find that you forget a lot of people that you've met I think I've actually I've got I think I've got better I've, I've taught myself at getting better with, with names and stuff because I, I this is your psychopath coming out again where you bad, isn't it? I've taught myself how to fit in to society <laughs> and I realise when you remember someone's name that actually makes they sense. will grow to trust you <laughs> But but then this now take things to the next stage. Uh, yeah, no, um, I I don't think I'm a psychopath, but I think I'm, I, I think I'm often not 
totally uh i think I think it's only I I I I sort of got things wrong socially, but didn't really realise I was getting them wrong socially. I think I was when I was young, I was so I was so confident. I think I not and I think not in a terrible way. I think just because I like my I think I'd actually I have to say I think I'd just been really well brought up. So I just thought that I was totally fine. I think my mum was just so nice to me and like was always like you're perfect as you are. And looking back, weird things happen. Like I remember like somebody played in a way quite a cruel prank on me once. Me and my brother used to go and play football in a field behind our house. Um, and it was like a farmer's field. It was full of cow pats. And then one day my friend rang me up and he went, um, oh, Joe, are you, um, do you play football in a field behind your house? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was like, oh, my <laughs> uncle, he's a scout for Liverpool. And he said he saw, it's really weird. He said he saw two boys playing in a field full of cow pats. And um, he, I think he, he really liked what he saw. And I just went, yep, okay, cool. Well, you know, if he wants to get in touch, that's totally fine. Um, thanks so much. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love it. If he wants to get in touch, how would he? How would, I don't he, know. How would he get in yeah, touch? Yeah, no, I just always phone my mum, I assume. <laughs> and honestly, like 20 years later, I was like, oh, he, that, was a, that was a prank, wasn't it? He was, he was being a bit of a shit to me. And he got but like, you. But yeah, but like my, I was so resilient. I simply didn't, I was like, that's fine. A, a scout saw me. He never did get in touch, but I feel bad for him because I think I am very good at football. Yeah. Yeah. I love, it I so love. Like, yeah. Absolutely shatterproof. But Joe, do you know, I think with it's you- It's the slow collapse of that that is actually dominating the sort of, the sort of central bit of my life. Yeah, I but think. Joe, do you know the thing is that that's such like a, it's such like a good way to, to live? Because I don't think, I don't think what you're saying came from like arrogance in any way. It was just, it was just pure, it was just sort of the most innocent confidence. It was honestly innocent confidence. Like if somebody didn't want to be my friend, I genuinely thought it's a shame for them because I'm really nice. (laughs) It's it's honestly what I thought, you know, that is, that is good parenting. I mean, that is, that is fine. And as I say, that is just slowly. I remember the same, I remember, I remember, I'd always tell this story when the, when my girlfriend, when my first ever girlfriend broke up with me, I was like so miserable and so upset by it that every time that I sort of got broken up with from then, I would always make up an excuse to myself and I'd always say, well, it's gotta be from somebody. And then whenever I used to ask for a girl's number and they would say no, my excuse to myself would always be, well, they must have a boyfriend. (laughs) They must have a boyfriend. No, I was totally, I was absolutely easily mug offable like if a girl said she was gonna go and get a drink i just thought she was gonna go and get a drink i totally never read anything into it i had to be taught i had to have this taken away from me this lovely quality I, i've been like educated uh and um yeah that's a shame i think i think it is but then but, just, then but then so yeah. did you like have a bit of a complex in the sense where so you went to you know you went to edinburgh you did the fringe all those yes, kind of things yes. and you you know you have been you had two parents who were teachers yes you had you went you like said you liked working you went yeah. to cambridge yeah. all these kind of things but then i suppose what you did is you went into i mean you went into the acting world and things like that yeah which yeah you know, you've sort of applied yourself to be learning and, and growing. That's it. I think, I think it's weird. Acting doesn't necessarily work in the same way. as Basically, the problem yeah. with my life is a continuing failure of it to be the same as a school. Like, that's basically the problem with the world, as I say, that it's not a school. Like, what I understood was rules and how to follow rules. And once that's taken away... Wait, I love it at the beginning. I quite like working. I quite like rules. But yet I was high-fiving all the seven years about yeah, my yeah. I was like, yeah. I think, it was, I mean, the, the, in a way, the comedy was another, was a thing that it was the first, I think it was my first taste of profanity. And I realised how much, so how much sort of, power there was in that and I and I couldn't I couldn't really believe it and and 
it was a thing. I think it was the first thing where you broke rules and it was okay. I think that was, I think that was really how I bracketed comedy. I was like, it's when you break rules and it's okay. And um, that was sort of the role I thought it played. And uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah. did you? But did you think that you did you? When did you know that you had a talent for this? Because I mean, this is what I'm I don't think to... I do know that. Yeah, but <laughs> I think, but I think because you, know, you have this, you, you like I said, you had this sort of underlying like confidence and things like. That, so you knew yeah. you were smart. You knew you like things. Yeah. So you'd always done things that you'd always knew that you were kind of good at, right? So then you must have gone into comedy and things like going like, actually, motherfuckers, I'm pretty good at this. I think it's yeah. I think it it it, it seemed more powerful somehow than than. Uh, other stuff that I'd sort of been doing. I'd, I, it, it was just this amazing thing of like sort of saying something profane and people laughing. I, I just thought, was it, the, I was, thought it was extraordinary. Was there a moment where you, you know, you, you, you reached a crossroads and you had, you know, your vicar's outfit hanging up on the door. <laughs> what is this? And you, you know, had... I don't yeah. know. Had it ready. Whatever else <laughs> yeah, you might have. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had it ready. Yeah. And, then, and then you had, had the you, wine you, yeah, and the yeah, bread. Yeah. <laughs> ready to get stocked up. <laughs> the host, you, you were ready had to a go. Crate of <laughs> and then you said, no, no, I am going to be a comedian. I think, well, honestly, the honest truth is that I had a slight sense of teenage delusionment when I was about 14, where I sort of fell out of love with like the world as I saw it. And mm. I became angsty and worried. And Jamie's going through that now, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, like, like derealization in a sense. It was a sort of derealization. I mean, Do you like that word? Yeah, I, I, I Googled that word the other day because it really freaked me out. But it means like where you, don't, you, you sort of lose your sort of love of the world. <laughs> Honestly, I actually, I, the God's honest truth is I, I, I read an article, this is so nerdy. I, I read an article about the Human Genome Project and it like, I honestly mean this, it really devastated me. I, I, I was like, what's going to happen? I, and it oh, was, so you freaked out? I freaked out about like designer babies and like AI and suddenly the future became this like wasteland where I was like, oh my, there's, there'll be no love, there'll be no trees, there'll be nothing beautiful. It will just be this cold, cynical wasteland. And I genuinely remember this really, really, really affected me. And uh, that I was, so then I quite liked science at school. I was quite good at it, but I gave, I gave it up because I was like, scientists are just like playing God and, and they're, they're, they're basically engaged in kind of wicked practice. Yeah, but, and, and so actually that, that was, that is honestly why I think that pushed me away from- And into from, history. But, but, so and into history where I was like, history, yeah. Nostalgic. I was yeah. like, nostalgic. I was like, Jay, I think people, honestly, that's a big part of it. It really was. But was, do you not yeah. think, but I, like, as being like, a, when I was 14 years old, I was literally, I think I was thinking about when yeah. I was going to masturbate again. Literally, yeah. that's yeah. literally what I was thinking I about. was thinking about that as well. <laughs> I actually wasn't thinking about it. It was just, it was- When not. Jamie's going to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I but, was thinking about when you were going to masturbate yeah. and that was taking up all my time. But you so must I have wasn't. had this like, because you had this like brain that thinks like so much more advanced than you're at. You must have, like, did your parents not go, we got a bit of a weird kid. And they were like, <laughs> they not- were like, Joe's worried. I, my mum, I remember my mum thinking, were you Joe- anxious though? Or like, was it? I was anxious. Um, I remember my mum, my mum now summarises it as you thought the world was going to end, which actually wasn't really true. What I thought was going to happen is that we were going to sort of lose our identity in a kind of technological apocalypse. Um, and Like Terminator in a yeah, sense. Yeah, like kind of like that. And also we'd sort of all be uploaded into computers and I was like, oh fuck, that's like, that's 
definitely going to happen. Like, because if you just look at the numbers, <laughs> that's definitely going to happen. And it's going to happen really, it's going to happen in my lifetime. Yeah. So what's the point of doing anything? I was, I mean, there was a point where I was like, what, literally, what is the point of doing anything? Because it does, in, in about 40 years time, I'll be uploaded into a computer anyway, so who cares? And, and that did seem like a, a, a massive robbery of my sort of childish sense of the world being all right. So, yeah. But is that because you were constantly thinking, I'm, I'm like learning all this stuff and doing all this thing for nothing? I, there, I thought, there is honestly, nothing. I thought it's pointless learning because you will just, it'll just be uploaded into your brain. Like it, it won't, you don't need to learn how to speak a language because it'll just be done for you, it'll just be put in your head. And I think what I, one of the things I liked about comedy was I thought one of the few areas of high ground that like humans will retreat to is the profane and the random and the chaotic. Because the these, creativity. The creativity. The these things, these seem mm. like things that, that cannot be tracked quite so accurately by basically the sort of like these enemies who were sort of trying to uh, sort of infiltrate us. <laughs> so that was my- The man. The man, yeah. Like that, that, was, ba- that was basically my, but, that was my teenage years. I, I just wandered around thinking about that basically. I was, but that is so interesting because I, I, was, I met this guy the other day who was talking about how he, he runs a production company. He was talking about how he sent his kids, right? So he has yeah. the same thing where- uh, so supposedly we're going to go through this period period of like thirty yeah. percent unemployment because of AI, yes. and then that's going to reach ninety percent unemployment, yeah. Yeah. and the only stuff that's going to survive is creativity. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sending his kids to they're now eight and ten, but he sent his kids to a school called it's not a Montessori, but it's a school where for the first six years you're not taught to read or write anything, you're just taught to draw with three colours, and you yeah. you learn what yourself what a tree is yeah. and all these kind of things, and then from the ages of seven to fourteen is the uh, is the sort of uh, intellect period where you then learn loads of stuff. And then from 14 to 21 is the emotional period. And so you go this through these schools great, yeah. doing these kind of things. So you then become incredibly creative rather than force-fed information. So, yeah. sorry to stop you there, but we've got to have a... <laughs> Wait, are you just in mid-flow? We've got to have the question of the week. Dude, now. I was on a freaking roll there with you. And you're just fucking up our little date. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry, to, yeah. sorry to get between you two. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, so Joe, basically what we do, I don't know if you know this, we, he reads a weird question. We try and guess I'm, the answer. I'm familiar with the, I'm familiar with the format. <laughs> the only bit of format we have. Joe, he's a big, he's a big fan, big fan. I'm a big fan, actually. Okay, let's go, Francis, then. Big Joe Thomas, big fan of private parts. You're right? And the podcast as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what country, or which country, uh <laughs> Drinks, Is that the end of the question? Drinks, <laughs> drinks the most per capita. Well, alcoholic wise. Yeah. I think I actually know I the answer I think I know this. this. Okay, we're going to say it on three. One, One, two, two three. three. China. Belarus. What? Belarus? I think it's Belarus. I, and I, kinda, I remember thinking, yeah, I can see that kind of like ex-Soviet orbit, kind of like probably Vodka. quite a heavy drinking culture, but sort of like small... Small. Uh, I, I think I know what you mean. I, I know yeah. what you mean, but I th- I still think it's China. I think, think China drinks the most. Do you mean? Per capita. Do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what per China, means? China is what the most drink is drunk out of. Yeah, but, but, it's but not I still the, think no, no per capita, so per person. Wait, so Jay, you're going to go for Belarus? I'm going for Belarus. <laughs> I just can't be Belarus. Can I change my answer from China? Uh, yes. Okay, may. I'm not going to go for China then. I'm going to go for Romania. <laughs> Why? Why do you say it's near Belarus? Isn't that's it? Good. That's good. Yeah, it's something close. Getting into my Belarus <laughs> shtick. <laughs> so you're saying Romanian, you're saying Belarus. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. All right, all right. 
Is that, are you going to tell us? Oh, you tell no, us. I'll tell you in part two. All right, Jay, listen, well, we, we're going to stick around for part two because we've got more of you. Yeah. We're going to have the answer to the question of the week and we're going to chat about your new movie. The Festival. The Festival. When is it out? The Fest on August the 14th. Oh, so soon. Soon is so, 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 so soon. <laughs> oh, so come back and we'll be we, talking about oh, the festival, which is coming so soon. Soon. <laughs> so very soon. <laughs> See you in part two.